Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 32 of Feel Good Friday. That's right. FGF is back for episode 32, so suck it. Or, or whatever the kids say these days, I guess. I don't know. Do the kids say that? I don't think they do. I think that's a Gen X thing. That's a D-Gen X thing. Ayo, two words for ya. Anyway, um, what do the kids say these days? No cap? That's a big one. Bussin'. NGL, which stands for not gonna lie. For real. Just FR, though. There's a lot of things the kids say that... I don't know, maybe I am getting old because I'm like, that sounds stupid. But maybe, like, dude sounded stupid to the ones before me. You know? I, I don't know. I think that's a scary sign that I'm getting a little bit older, but... Who knows? No cap. Like, I can't say no cap without feeling like a douchebag. I think I've hit that age where if I'm like, oh, no cap, I would have to look at myself in the mirror and be like, what are you doing, Joe? What are you doing? Um, anyway, not to get off topic too much, we've got a great episode coming up today. We actually have two episodes dropping in a row, today and tomorrow, because I was scheduling interviews and this was the only time I can get these two guys to do it, just two days in a row. Um, so it is what it is. We got... It, that way, you know what? I think it's for the best because now you can listen to FGF all weekend long because you got two episodes to listen to. How about that? Two for the price of one. Dos for uno. Dos por uno. You know? Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, today, though, we have Forrest Vickery. Now, uh, if you're not familiar with Forrest, he, he hasn't done a lot of acting. However, he did act... In my favorite movie of all time. Well, it's up there. It was second for a while, but the more every time I watch it, I like it even more. So I think it's it's definitely it's one A, one B with Hot Tub Time Machine. It is up there though. So it's one of my favorites, if not my favorite movie of all time. Everybody wants some. Fantastic flick. Highly recommend that you check it out if you have not. It was actually the first movie that I watched, well, I didn't watch it with Cassie, but when I first started working with her, I told her about it, and she was like, I've never seen it, and I was like, shocker, at least back then, you know, back then it wasn't even sarcasm, it would be nowadays, because she doesn't really watch movies, but back then I was like, what? But then I should have known, because it was more of an indie flick, however, it was directed, written and directed by Richard Linklater, it's the same guy who wrote and directed Days to Confused. Now, Dazed and Confused is high school in the 70s. Everybody Wants Some is college in the 80s. He describes it as the spiritual sequel to Dazed and Confused, which is very deep, a little bit hippie, but, you know, it's awesome. It's a great, great flick. Watched it all the time. It came out in April of 2016, so had the, uh, the end of this semester uh, of that year. And then I had one more full year of college where I just got to watch it all the time. And it was one of my favorite pregame movies. It was fantastic. I loved it. I loved it. I love it to this day, present tense, not, not past tense. And I probably will love it. So all three tenses for this movie, it's great. And to be honest, it's a movie essentially about nothing. It's just a weekend in the life of this baseball team from a college in Texas. And it's like the the weekend before school starts. So they're just kind of partying the whole time. Little bit of drama. Little bit. Like a, like a splash of drama. That's it. Uh, but mostly just comedy. And if it's not even comedy, it's just these really cool vibes that I get throughout the entire movie. Where I'm like, God, this looks so awesome. The soundtrack is great. The acting is great. The, um, the wardrobe is fantastic. You know, the outfits and all that. All around, it's a great movie. Um, makes me feel really good every time I watch it. Puts me in a different place. Um, which I think should be the purpose of movies. I think movies should be an escape. Cassie actually has asked me, like, why? how do you like movies so much? Movies and TV shows and podcasts and all that. It's because they, they take me away for a little bit and put me in this place where I have, you know, I forget about all my worries and all that. So, yeah, I, I think that should be the goal of movies and music and entertainment in general and that's what this movie does it definitely puts me in a good spot 
Um, yeah, just a really good time of a movie. That's actually one of the biggest quotes of the movie is here for a good time, not a long time, which I think that's definitely gone off since the movie. But I don't know if the movie gets credit for it. It might have been someone else. I actually haven't done the research on that quote. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll, I'll do the research, the origin of that quote in the outro of this episode. Um, as for now, though, just wanted to uh, give you a heads up on what's going to be happening with this episode. And, and tomorrow, literally tomorrow, is Brian Scolaro. Scolaro really got to – it's tomorrow. I really have to know how to say it. So I'm going to look that up after the interview today and whatnot. Fuck. Talk about being unprofessional. Yeesh. Um, But today is Forrest Vickery. He plays Coma in the movie Everybody Wants Some. Um, just a great character. They call him that because he's sleeping a lot of the time. Yeah. Could have guessed that, huh? Or couldn't have guessed that, which it was attempted sarcasm. Anyway, he plays Coma. He's great. Um, he was in a couple short films outside of Everybody Wants Some and then one horror movie from 2013. And since acting, he has gone into real estate in L.A. So um, he actually, I just saw on his Instagram, he like posted a house a listing that was for sale. It was like over a million bucks. And I was like, holy fuck. Because, you know, like when we're looking for a new spot, it's probably around 300000 That's what we're going for. And he was like, new listing, one million, whatever. I'm like, fuck. God damn it, LA. You're crazy. Anyway, I'm really excited for it. Because, like I was saying last week when I got to talk to Larry. Just calling him Larry now because we're, we're such good friends. We're such bros. Um... When I got to talk to Larry, who played Ice in Hocus Pocus, I was getting to talk to uh, one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite movies. And the thing about Everybody Wants Him is I have no favorite characters. My favorite character is the whole cast. Uh, straight up. Like, everyone in it is great. Everyone in it is great. So, essentially, I'm getting to talk to one of my favorite characters from one of, if not my favorite movie ever today very excited about it uh we're going to talk about the movie obviously a little bit of acting beyond that we're going to talk some baseball i think he's a sports fan i think he's actually a packers fan yikes then we're actually going to talk about some real estate because why not that's what he does for a living why wouldn't you want to talk about it i can think of a lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to talk about it never mind but still might bring it up because i am interested about the real estate scene in l.a if the listing you just posted is over a million, like I wonder if that's what he deals with on a day-to-day basis. Just million-dollar houses. Crazy. Crazy. But, alright. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap, 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 wrap this intro up. Next time you hear me, I will be talking to Forrest Vickery. Uh, hopefully the interview goes well. Last week I recorded the intro before or after um, the interview with Bagby. So that's why I sounded so confident and relaxed which is what I normally sound like let's be honest but uh yeah today I'm recording it before the interview so a little bit antsy just because I I I don't prepare as well as I should again lack of professionalism I apologize I don't prepare as well as I should a lot of the questions just shoot from the hip you know what I mean right off the fucking cuff uh cuff cuff Top of the dome. Anyway, so I hope it goes well. Fingers crossed. Got my fingers crossed. Um, We're going to get into it. All right, everybody. Stay tuned. Hope you enjoy the interview. I'll catch up with you afterwards. Adios. I don't like saying adios. Uh, Here goes nothing. Hold my beer. Ooh, that could be it for like... My sign-off at the end of the episode has to be something different. I think I'm going to stay with Stay Sexy. I really like that one. But hold my beer for when I'm going to be back. All right. So we're going to try that again. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoy the interview. Um, I know I'm looking forward to it. A little bit nervous. But uh, hopefully it goes well. And uh, oh, no, now it's not even smooth anymore. All right. Hold my beer. God damn it.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Feel Good Friday. I am here with Forrest Vickery. I talked about him in the intro, um, so you know his what he, what he does, everything he's done, all that. Um, straight up, I wanted to say you are in, arguably, if not, if not one, it's definitely two, my, my second or first favorite movie of all time. Uh, everybody Wants Some is... I, I don't know. I, I tried describing it in the intro. I, I just like everything about it. Um, so I guess we could start off. How, how did you land the role of, uh, of Coma? So I was in Dallas. I had been um, acting in that area for about three or four years. Just doing commercials and whatnot. And then um, I went to, to college to play baseball for a little bit. And... Um, my agent calls me and is like, hey, I got this really cool role for you. They're auditioning people all over the United States. Um, Rich Linklater movie, and I'm from Texas, so that's like, yeah. you know, Mecca. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, sweet. So he's like, all right, well, um, I think he, it was like you have to drive down to Austin, like, tomorrow, which huh. is three and a half hours. So I drove right. down to Austin. Um I can't remember. I think it was a situation where we go down there, they let you um, read the script the day before, and then the next day um, you audition. So um, I went down, I read the script. It was amazing. I was like, oh my God. I, like, you get to pick which characters you want to read for. And I was like, yeah. all of them. Like, <laughs> every one of them. I yeah. think all of us probably picked either Blake or Glenn's characters, though. Right. Um, right. And then Rick was like, now everybody can't play the two main roles, guys. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so that's what we did. I read the script. I had a buddy. I, was, I went and slept on his couch. And I remember, like, they went out and partied. And I was like, guys, I have the biggest audition of my life tomorrow. Yeah. Like, what? And, and his buddy gets home at like four in the morning. It snores really bad. It's his cousins that stay with him. So I just, I slept like two hours the night before the audition. <laughs> and I go in and, um, yeah, and Brick's in there. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> so we do that. And then, I don't, I don't remember how many auditions we had. I think it was three auditions in a, in a baseball video. You, we all had to sit in, um, little like baseball videos that we could play and showing yeah. like uh, what our yeah, what we're like and that type of thing. Right. Um, so it was funny you watch all of our videos at the back so you have to see each video and like all of our videos are kind of in our characters already. Yeah. Uh, like some are like Austin Milios is really goofy and, <laughs> and um, Tanner Galena's uh, um, Tanner Galena's is, is really goofy and then mine's a little bit more like baseball-y and yeah. Tyler Hepburn's is really baseball-y. He likes in like um, sports center clips of him. So, <laughs> awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I um I think one of the things I like about it so much is that the chemistry seemed so real. Like you guys did seem like you were like this actual baseball team from a college in Texas. Um, did that develop right away, or did that take a little bit, a couple read-throughs and all that? Well, I mean, first of all, he was really good at picking people. Like, you know, there were rumors of big name people wanting to be in it. Yeah. And he and he picked like our group because so there wouldn't be any like too much of a power dynamic going on that would make um, us not get along. Because the most important thing of making a movie was that just we all got along and we all vibe. So yeah. that was the the first thing. And then the next thing is for two weeks before shooting. He took us to his ranch, um, like an hour south of Austin, and we all stayed on his ranch with him. And we all played, like, we'd wake up in the morning, we'd have breakfast together, then we'd go practice baseball in the morning, or play football, or play some type of sport. So we all started playing, like, tennis and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And then in the evening, we'd just go jump in the pool and, and go crazy. And then at night, we'd all have dinner together and, like, tell crazy stories and drink beer and... Right. Hang out. So we did that for two weeks. Watched movies with him in his movie room. So yeah. So that's that's kind of how it came about. Yeah. Awesome. Um, 
So you said, I, I know you mentioned Richard Linklater. Um, you had seen like Days to Confuse before everybody wants oh, yeah. them, right? All right, because I, I tell people all the time, because um, I'm constantly like, have you seen this movie? Everybody wants them. And no, no one, I, I, I very rarely get a yes. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, it's, it's the quote unquote spiritual sequel to Days to Confuse. I liked it better than Days to Confused, all this stuff. So I, I plug the movie a lot. Um, and I just think it's it's really cool how he's he nailed like high school in the seventies and then college in the eighties. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a really it's a really good movie, and I appreciate you saying it. I mean it's a good movie. I mean, um, I think there are questionable things that happen in the movie, but it's just real life. <laughs> you know, it's us in college. Like that's that's what the college that's what the college experience was like then and that's kind of what it's like now you know like yeah. people just like to have fun guys like girls <laughs> right. girls like guys everybody you know just people like each other you know that's just how how it's supposed to be um yeah so yeah yeah I mean, it's a good movie I, I get that a lot you know in LA it's always yeah you should be an actor and 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 it's like what's the biggest thing you've done and I have to explain to them they're like what's something? they're like they go check it out they love it Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely a lovable movie. Um, one of your, uh, or one of my favorite parts of the movie is actually just one of the facial expressions that you make. It's when uh, the coach is in the is in one of the houses giving the rundown of the weekend and all that, and he says, uh, "No, uh, it's like no alcohol or no drinking over the weekend or something like that." And you just make this face, this like like pff, like that's gonna happen. I don't know why that gets me every time. It's the little things like that I appreciate in an actor. So I thought that was really great, just how you how you just kind of nailed that. Real. Oh, thank you. I mean, Rick's good at that. Like he, you know, and he, he he knew us all very well, and yeah. he and he watched for our reactions, and then he'd see something like that, and he'd be like, all right, let's put that. In. Yeah. So he set up the camera and he'd do that reaction, and then did different things like the thing where. Um, Finnegan Glenn like hits me on the when I'm asleep passed out out back after right. him and Jake like Jenner dog you know like that was a thing we kind of just figured out that we should do and after he passed out in the backyard he comes and hits me and says wake up come and all that stuff yeah. so yeah so just like those little tiny things is Rick's just I mean he's genius and that's what he's good at yeah definitely and then you are um, probably in in my opinion uh, the funniest scene in the movie the uh, the foosball scene just the line, the I know where I know where it's gonna go, and I know where he wants it, or whatever. That's I don't know. That got me laughing for a few minutes, for sure. Oh, and we were playing all that those games, so we we just kind of we did all that. We worked on that for so long. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was all just a big kind of party and just get together. <laughs> right. Boys having fun, you know. Right. Yeah. So was it? Um, was there any improv to it? Anything that was just off the cuff? Um, or uh, yeah, maybe... I mean, a lot of my stuff, I would say, was. Yeah. Um, you know, Coma wasn't on the page very much. I don't even remember if he was even in the first draft. <laughs> uh, and so I just had a couple lines, and then, you know, like I said, we were together for two weeks, so part of that two weeks where we would spend every day in there reading through uh, reading through the script and just improv and doing whatever. So, you know, different people would buy it. Like me and Glam started getting along, so we would have a banter. And, you know, just everyone would have their different banter. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know the lines um, for Coma weren't, it wasn't that many. So you do really have to rely on a lot of expressions and stuff like that. Like when you guys are in the um, the punk rock basement bar or whatever, um, you have that look that like everyone can tell you're like uncomfortable there, you know, like you feel like you don't belong. And um, that's another one where it's like I saw that facial expression and I, I was like, that's I, you know, I get it. And I've been there before. I've been in those situations where I'm like, this isn't this isn't for me. But yeah. Mm -hmm. so. And everybody can't play, you know, like Temple's character was like ready to party everything. So. Right acting like you have like it's good to go opposite of that like I didn't mind being the guy that was weirded out by that stuff because also like I was some dude from little town East Texas that <laughs> when I went to college my mind was blown you know and so yeah. I remember that feeling of going to those weird parties and being like what is happening here 
yeah. Right, definitely. Um, have you stayed in touch with the cast? Like, I know it came out 2016. I'm sure you started filming in 2015 and whatnot, but uh, maybe even before that. Have you have you stayed in touch with the the boys? I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we we all I think we all most of us kind of talk. I, I talked to Glenn. I went to breakfast with Glenn right after Top Gun. We went and watched uh, Top Gun Maverick with him, and then we went to lunch right after breakfast or whatever right after that. So yeah, uh, you know he's so busy, but we we kind of. Um, So you said you were at Wyatt's wedding. Um, this is a... I, I try it because I've interviewed comedians and um, last week I was interviewing uh, Larry Bagby. He played Ice in Hocus Pocus. Um, I try not to like... I call it Chris Farley it, you know, when the Chris Farley show from SNL where he's just kind of fanboying out. But did you meet Kurt Russell at the wedding? I love that. Um, what was he gonna? He's oh, everything you would ever expect him. Like he's the dude. Just know? the coolest. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I looked up, did some research. I'm a big horror fan, and you were actually in a horror movie in 2013, Velvet Vengeance, right? Velvet Vengeance. It's not what it sounds like, but it, <laughs> yes. Yeah. is big in Dallas and yeah Velvet Vengeance I think I I think that was one of the first things that I had like a a lead role on and I I don't even I remember going to the theater and not being great yeah. <laughs> and, and but it was like so much fun but like you're running through the woods and you're carrying a girl and you're all bloody and stuff right right so I mean like it, it was a cool experience I just yeah I forgot all about Velvet Vengeance I think you can get it on like Amazon yeah I it's somewhere out there yeah, yeah, it's, I'm for sure it's streaming uh, nowadays, especially. Um, so I know Austin Emilio, big time in the The Walking Dead. Um, did you have? Was there any connection? That because I know it's it's only one horror film that you did, um, not not a TV show. Like, was there any connection there? Did you guys bond a little bit over like that genre? Because I'm sure he's gotten to work with, you know, um, Greg Nicotaro and all that, who's a big horror legend. Uh, was there anything there, or did, did you not really go over that too much? I mean, kind of. I, I just remember when Austin did that. Like, it, it was just a, one of the craziest moments I've ever seen. Like, yeah. we were all, like, grinding in L.A. and, like, auditioning for stuff, and the cast directors of The Walking Dead were, like, really good to us. Like, they, they brought me and a couple other people that bring us in constantly. Yeah. And um, I remember him getting that, and I was just being like, Wow, that's, that's huge. It's like Austin, you know, like, he, he was a struggling actor out here. And then, yeah. bam, and the next day he's got The Walking Dead. He's yeah. for as long as possible. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I remember him getting it and us talking about it. We never connected on our India, because I would imagine he has some some Hindu stuff that is very interesting. Right. Too, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually started 
just last summer started watching The Walking Dead. So now I watched it pretty, I watched it a lot and then kind of, we have a kid now. Uh, so the kid comes first, obviously. But when I get the chance, I watch an episode here and there. So I actually saw Austin uh, and Everybody Wants Some first. So it was definitely a little bit hard to uh, take him take him seriously <laughs> in The Walking I mean, Dead. He's, also, he's a really great actor. No, yeah, he is great. I, I, everybody yeah. Wants Some. Like, he, you know, like a lot of us hadn't done a lot of stuff. And, like, and he just stole so many scenes. And he's yeah. just, uh, like... Because he would also do some, like, crazy... Him and Justin Street did some crazy plays together. I don't remember exactly which ones, but they were, they were like, actors. like they, And so him going on that's no surprise because he's just so damn good. Yeah. Um, so you're from small town in eastern Texas, you said? Yeah. Uh, played baseball growing up? Mm-hmm. A little place called Diana, Texas. Okay. It's two hours, two and a half hours east of Dallas. I'm going nowhere. Okay. Uh, did you grow up a Rangers fan or an Astros fan? Or... Rangers. I hate the Astros. I, the, I hated the Astros before. It was, it was popular to hate the Astros. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, I mean, huge Rangers fan. Not that that's good anymore. <laughs> has been for a long time. So They made some moves this offseason, you know, but uh, still got some more to make. Uh, yeah, they got they got plenty plenty to go. Yeah, I think like, uh, I find my I find myself like moving. I've always been a Red Sox fan. I've always loved Boston. Yeah, like just slowly but surely moving that direction. <laughs> like I just I've been fighting it off for years, but I just yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, I think you know they can make their moves and get the big hitters, but I think uh, the Angels are proof that it it takes a whole team. <laughs> Not not just a couple of all stars, you know. Yeah, we have, I have a friend out here, Tyler Hecklin's brother, Tanner Hecklin. Okay. And he's a huge Angels fan, and that is not that's not fun for him. It has been the whole time we've known each other. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, their their City Connect hats are great, and their jerseys, so they got that going for them, which is nice. <laughs> um, They're the two best players in baseball. That's great. Yeah, They're yeah. It's 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 constantly like. Shohei broke this record, and Mike Trout hit two home runs. He got four RBIs, and they still lost, you know, ten to four or whatever. Like, it's. Uh, I just saw something last night. It was like he's had, and this I don't remember if this is the right number, but like five straight games in a row or something with ten plus strikeouts. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a waste. I he know. Chose this pain, he chose to go there. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they get it figured out because I want to see Trout get that ring. But also, it's like, he's st- regardless of the ring or not, he's going to go down as one of the greatest players of all time. Um, yeah. I'm sure the greatest in a lot of people's minds. But um, I'm, I'm from Chicago. I'm a Sox fan. Uh, so we're actually, we're not, we're not in the Rangers territory, but we are, we are underperforming. I will say that. Um, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, a lot of a lot of people had Sox as World Series potential, and now uh, they're just. I thought so. I yeah. mean, I had Moncada in one of my fantasy leagues. What happened to that guy? I, oh my gosh! <laughs> I know a lot of injuries. Eloy got walked off the field yesterday again. He was supposed to be our next big thing, but I don't know. I, I'm hoping after the All Star break they get it together. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you on a? Are you on Judge Watch? You know, for the the breaking the record, or I think that's great. I think they should have given him whatever money he wanted and yeah. before the season started. Now it's gonna bite him in the ass because they're still probably gonna resign him for a right. whole lot of money. Right. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess it is tough though because he's such a big guy. You know that body's gonna break down at some point. Right. Yeah. Um, guys. So you're, I guess. Based off this conversation, I can already tell you're an avid baseball fan. Any uh, any players to watch? For? I know you do the fantasy, like you just said. Any players to watch for coming up? Like that you got? Like I know um, O'Neill Cruz or uh, Cruz O'Neill. I'm sorry, or is it O'Neill? Oh my gosh, it's two last names. Yeah, it's two last names, so I get it mixed up. Um, but he's he's pretty awesome. I know they had the picture of him. Next to Judge, which is why I just thought about that. But um, outside of him, any players you got your eye on? Next big thing? 
baseball number one in terms of sports do you watch anything else or is is it just i mean i, I i'm real big into fantasy football and football like i'm a huge green bay packers fan oh uh, oh that's yeah. right i saw i i did some diving on the instagram and saw the right. packers shirt yeah that's um uh, so yeah i mean i'm that's that's kind of even like i i mean there's nothing like football season and sundays right Sure. So you're big into fantasy football? tinkering with my lineup because I just I don't know I feel like there's always something out there that could just work better than what I have and so uh-huh. a lot of tinkering I'm a I'm one of those um Packers fan though like I mentioned earlier I'm from Chicago so we're not in the same boat there kind of very, very different boats but yeah I, I uh it's not easy being a Bears fan my fiance is actually a Packers fan too and we just we made it work somehow you know, <laughs> um, she's Packers and Cubs. I'm Bears and Sox, so it's a house divided. Oh, on the Cubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we, we make it work, you know. That's what we do. And everybody wants them. Was actually um, we met at the zoo. We both work with animals, and I asked her. I was like, "Have you seen everybody wants some?" Like I said, I ask everyone that almost. It's almost like my lead off question. I'm like. I'm Joe. Have you ever, ever seen this movie? Um, but I asked her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I asked her. She said she hadn't, and uh, it was the first movie that I I let her borrow. Um, oh. I used to do that all the time. So yeah, that's okay. and actually it's her favorite character. Her favorite character. It's okay if she says Finnegan. It's fine. It was it was Finn. Actually, our, <laughs> unrelated, but our kid's name is Finnegan. <laughs> we did not name him after Glenn Powell, but uh, you should have told me that. I told Glenn that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's uh, yeah, I, I, I kept that in because I didn't want her to. I don't know when she, she suggests the name Finnegan, and not right away my mind went to Everybody Wants Some, but a little bit later I was like, oh, that's that's one of the best characters in the movie, and I said it actually, in my opinion. I said it in the intro, I don't have a favorite character in the movie because I, I like everyone in the cast so much that I I know it's almost like a cop-out, but I could not pick a favorite because everyone, I'm, I'm glued to the screen whenever anyone's on there. Everyone did so great in that movie. So, um, yeah, there's that. But uh, I guess a little fantasy, I'll just shoot this at you real quick. We're in a keeper league. I got Jalen Hurts. Think I should keep him or no? No? I don't mind Jalen Hurts at all, dude. I'm so out on Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I like Jalen Hurts as a dude, and I, I think, yeah, I mean, he seems great. Right. Uh, I'm just not into, like, like, 
even Lamar Jackson. Like I like Lamar Jackson. I like that he's just he's just he's just a tough dude and just scrappy. But like you know, when their wheels fall off, like how much longer are they gonna have? You right. Know? And, and, and Jalen is a lot worse story than Lamar. So <laughs> I mean, he's got the. I just nah. I can't. I can't do it. I got you. I got you. And then um, Najee Harris, running back on the Steelers. Oh, that's my dude. That's yeah. my dude. I got him in a keeper league. The league I won last year, our East Texas League. Okay. I have him a keeper third round, I think. Third round. Yeah. Oh, nice. That, 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 that's a monster. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, not worry about that quarterback situation, but, I mean. They got, they got our old guy, Mitch Trubisky, who I think – I think under Tomlin, he could do a lot better because he was a pro bowler one year. Just saying, he was a pro yeah, bowler. Yeah. So, I met him at a country concert one time. Trubisky? Mm-hmm. Cool dude? Or? Yeah, he was just like in passing at this, uh, like a friend of mine, we know Jake Owen, so he had this <laughs> concert, so like uh, just backstage, like we kind of in passing, and I said something about the Packers or whatnot. But, yeah. I mean, he was nice <laughs> Awesome, yeah. Um, so, you said Jake Owen. You met him at a country, or you met Trubisky at a country concert. I take it you're a country music fan. Oh yeah. Do you like it all? Do you like the new country, the old country? Do you like all of it? I like it all. I mean, from George Strait to me and Randy Travis, like all those dudes. Um, and then yeah, like. Jake's one of my favorite people out there. Chase Rice is another guy yeah. that we kind of became friendly with, and and he's been good. Like let us go to some shows. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, any of those dudes. Um, Thomas Red. He's one of my favorite. Chris Stapleton. Everybody. Right. 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 Yeah. I um, I was talking, like I said, to uh, Larry Bagby last week, who actually he makes country music. So we talked about country, and how. I got into it more recently. Growing up, it was it was hip hop and metal, and then more recently, I started getting into country because I think, although I'm not from the country at all, I'm from suburbs of Chicago. I think it's the lyrics that I um, can at least relate to the most for for the most part. The dirt road stuff I don't get because I you know like I said suburbs, but um, you know just the like cold beer you know <laughs> like I love a cold beer. Um, loving your mom and your girl lo- exactly and, you know, your dog. Like, exactly going to the yeah. bar watching football watching college football I, I love it all right. so yeah um, got into country music a little late on the train but I'm definitely making up for lost time um, on your Instagram I saw it was a picture of you guys at I believe it was a Diamondbacks game um, did you guys do like a not like a tour but did, did you guys go to like multiple professional baseball games to kind of promote the movie or was that just a fun outing yeah we got to do a few um i think they ended up picking like six guys to go do like 50 percent of the stuff okay and then um i got to go do arizona a lot of seven or eight of us i think got to go to arizona which was amazing we had a lot of fun we got to go golfing and you know do everything you do in a press tour um and go to that Diamondbacks game, which was cool. See Bumgarner pitch. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we also got to go Justin Street throughout the first pitch at an Angels game, which was cool. His brother p- played for the Angels at that time. Okay. Justin Street. Um, and then Ryan Guzman got to throw out a first pitch, I think, at a Dodgers game, so we got to go to that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, we got to do kind of bits and pieces of all that kind of stuff. But awesome. Um, so you're from Texas originally. You moved to L.A. You're in L.A. right now? Yep. Yeah. Studio City. Studio City. Um, the acting is, is shelved for the moment, and now it's all real estate, right? Uh-huh. What made you choose yep. real estate? Uh, I mean, I'd always wanted to do it on the side. Okay. Um, and then COVID hit, and then I had a writing partner, and we were doing a lot of writing, and um, the auditioning had kind of dried up. I'd gotten really close on a bunch of things like a lot of people do. Yeah. And it didn't hit. And it was, I don't know, four years into L.A. 
Um, I had a girl and a dog, and, right. and I was like, I mean, I just, I just kind of was like, I'm done. I mean, I, I can keep writing, keep creating those type of things on the side, um, but it's a lot easier to kind of just really dive into the real estate. I love it. I love to golf. That's yeah. a big yeah, part yeah. of it. Um, yeah, so I think it was the second month when COVID, COVID lockdown, I was just like, all right, I'm not going to sit around and not audition for two years while we can go through COVID. Yeah. Right. right, right. Um, so you're doing the real estate in LA. Have you have you sold anything to any like big names or is it most, mostly just, you know, kind of a, I mean, I guess. No, not big names. Um, I mean, I've, I did some cool deals, you know, like $3 yeah. million dollar stuff. Like, yeah. Just cool. um, but no, I mean, I, you know, I would hope that Glenn at some point and all these guys, you know, I yeah. helped them out and, and oh. helped my friends out. But, um, Nobody, no famous people's shit. I got you. I got you. So you said golf is almost part of the real estate business? How do those two, how do those two come together? Right right oh, there you go. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been golfing so much, my hands have been hurting. Like, it's bad. I'm like a dick. <laughs> I golfed 36 holes on Tuesday, three rounds last week. It's, yeah. it's out of control right now. <laughs> do you go, so do you go like with the clients or is this just something like coworkers or by yourself even? We have a crew that goes on Tuesdays. Okay. And then like if, you know, there's a client situation that comes up, I'd do that, you know, that'd be my second round during the week. I got you. I got you. Um, I, uh, I wanted to mention, I, actually lived in Texas for a little bit myself. Um, I was in San Antonio. Okay. Um, uh-huh. So I, uh, I don't know why. I, oh, yeah, the food. That's what it was. I wanted to experience. Uh, that's what I was, I was just about to say. The food, the food in San Antonio oh, is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. But being, so I, I've done this debate before, the Chicago versus Texas food. Um, being originally from Chicago, I think there was a little bias because – I prefer, you know, the pizza, I, I love pizza, so um, the pizza situation wasn't as good in Texas, in my opinion, no, but they have, obviously, the barbecue, and then San Antonio, they got the great Mexican food, and damn near anything along the Riverwalk is awesome. Um, what do you think about Texas versus L.A. food? Is there anything, like, is it just Texas all the way, or does L.A. have anything that uh, comes out on top? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I miss it. And when we and Allison is my girlfriend, when we go back, we enjoy it. But like, yeah. I feel terrible when I get back. So <laughs> I mean, the Texas food is amazing. I mean, barbecue. There's nothing like like it's hard for me to even touch barbecue out here because the barbecue is so good down there. Yeah. Mexican food, I don't really even like any California Mexican food. Okay. Uh, so, but I mean, the you know, like all the different salad places and and sushi. Like I love sushi. Um, those type of things, just like Italian food. Like I, I didn't really eat Italian food much in Texas. Now I'm like all into Italian food. Right. Uh, like just nice Italian places. I'm just that's like my new thing. <laughs> okay. I got you. Um, well, I'm getting the time. Uh, notification thing. I I haven't upgraded to Pro because uh, gonna be honest, don't have a good reason. I just I just I'm just I'm in I'm in a I, I uh, with the kid right now. It's uh it's a bit of a budgeting thing. It's a save money uh, mode. So um, I just wanted to wrap it up really quick. Um, and thank you again for doing this. This is it's been really awesome. Getting to, yeah. I, I mentioned in the intro, um, getting to talk to, I know I said the, the whole cast is my favorite character of the movie. So I guess in a way, talking to one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie of all time, it's a really cool experience and I, uh, I appreciate you giving me the time. Yeah, no problem at all. It was good to chat, chat with you. I mean, it was a great interview. Oh, thank, you. thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I'll let you go then, because um, it's yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Okay. All right, everybody. That was Forest Vickery. Um, came on just a little bit late, so cut the interview a little bit short. Um, but that was awesome. That was cool getting to hear some of the stories about Everybody Wants Some and hearing how much fun they had. I'm truly jealous that they had as much fun as they did. I Bonding with the bros, man. Guys being dudes. There's nothing better. Um so that was, it was interesting learning about all that. Got to hang out with Kurt Russell multiple times and his mom did too. Kurt Russell is just one of the coolest dudes ever. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to end it for now and then do a little outro. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I had to pee throughout the entire interview. Um, and damn it, I forgot to crack a beer with him. I told him even before the interview, I was like, when I saw Everybody Wants Some, like we used it as a pregame movie in college. I genuinely enjoyed it, but we used to put it on like before we go to the bars or a party or whatever, um, or we host a party. And uh, it always got me in a party mood and the beers went down easy when I was watching that movie. Uh, and I told him earlier, I was like, I, I wanted to have a beer like with the cast of that movie because it just looked like so much fun. Apparently it was. Uh, my suspicions are confirmed. And I told him, I was like, I might crack a beer during the interview. And it was right next to me the whole time, that cold Bud Light. And I just didn't crack it because I uh, I think I was I was a little bit on the nervous side. And maybe that would have taken the edge off. Maybe I should have cracked it. But uh, beer is so good. Cold beer, at least, is so good. So maybe that would have done it. But it is what it is. I had a lot of fun in that interview. Um he said I did a good job. I don't know if you guys heard that, but said it was a good interview. So uh, if you're a doubter or a hater, go fuck yourself. You got uh, Forrest Vickery's approval. No, it is pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome to hear that. I like that Um, it's as easy as it is to just keep on talking and talking for me. Putting stuff out consistently is not the easiest. So um, I like hearing... Uh, good things about my work. It makes me feel good. Um, I'm not going to lie and say like, oh, I don't want I don't want the compliments. I don't need them. No, I love compliments. I really do. I eat that shit up. So him saying it was, it was a good interview and all that, that, that was really cool to hear. Anyway, um, going to wrap it up. So uh, be right back. Hold my beer. Oh, there we go. That was a little smoother. Yeah. All right, everybody, and we're back. Um, the more I think about it, the more there was a lot more that I could have asked Forrest, at least that I wanted to ask Forrest. Uh, but it is what it is. He did the interview. He was generous enough to give me his time like that, so I appreciate it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Um, now, in the first part of the episode, a.k.a. the intro, some people call it, I talk about how I wanted to find the in- the, the origin of here for a good time, not a long time. And uh, it was actually not from Everybody Wants Some. That came out in 2016. No, no. We're here for a good time, not a long time. It was actually a song by a Canadian rock band named Trooper. And it was released in June 1977. So, it's been a while. It's been a while since that phrase has been out. It's been here for, it's been here for a long time. It's a good time, and it's been here for a long time. Um, I was definitely dead wrong on um, that, uh, you know, that history of that phrase. Uh, it's also a George Strait song. That's just here for a good time, not the uh, not the long time thing. It's just called here for a good time. Uh, according to Urban Dictionary, it's commonly seen on Tinder bios as well as other dating apps. Apparently, that's that's a more recent thing. Um, it's just to let people know that the user is not looking for anything serious, like a relationship. Instead, they are just looking for a casual fling slash hookup slash slash just sex. Um, short definition, just looking for sex. So, uh, the example they give is opens Tinder. Yo, dude, her bio says I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You know what that means? Swipes right. So the phrase has been around for a long time. And uh, apparently the phrase means a good time. So there's that. Um, 
but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I just want to look that up. But like I said, you know, you learn something new every day. I learned about the history of donuts and, uh, how they got their name, how they got their shape and all that. I, I wanted to go in a little bit about Oreos, but I think I'm actually going to wait till tomorrow when I talk to Brian Scalaro because uh, he's a big food guy and uh, I wonder if he's going to find this as interesting as I do because there are so many Oreo flavors, it's hard to keep up and I wanted to kind of go through them and yay or nay, but I think I might have him be the judge because he's the master, you know, he's awesome. He really is awesome, I can't wait for tomorrow. Today was great, um, Forrest was great, really cool guy, uh, enjoyed getting a fresh perspective about some sports talk. I, I guess I've said it in the past, sports is how I've grown. To, uh, I've grown friendships out of sports talk, and you know, camaraderies that will last a lifetime. I don't. I'm not saying me and Forrest are friends. I would love to be, but he's in LA. I'm in Chicago, so there's there's a lot of you know, a lot of distance there. But you know, I'll message him if the Rangers are ever good. Shoot him a message like, hey, your boys are back. You know. And now he's he said he's big in the fantasy football. I should have mentioned, or I should have asked, like, Texans or Cowboys. And God help him if he said the Texans. The Texans and the Rangers are your two, your two teams? Yikes. Yikes. That, that, that would be an L, as the kids say. Take an L. Hand you that L. That's something that the kids say, too. But, um, yeah. So big shout-out to Forrest for doing this. Really awesome guy. If you have not seen Everybody Wants Some, fucking see it already. It's arguably my favorite movie of all time. If it's not number one, it's number two. And I don't mean that it's shitty. See what I did there? Number two? Shit. Um, It's a fantastic movie. It's a really, it's a good time, and hopefully it's around for a long time. Uh, I own it on Blu-ray slash DVD, so I don't see any scenario in which it wouldn't be around. So it will be around for a long time. Everyone's work in that movie will be around for a long time, and I think that's the really cool thing about movies. They're just cemented. You can't get rid of them. Although there are some movies that have been banned, you know, protested, whatever. This isn't one of them, by the way. But there are movies like that. You know, they're still made, and you can find them somewhere, probably on the dark, dark web. The dark, dark web. That's a bad song. It wouldn't be if it was an actual song, but it's not. Anyway, see, everybody wants some. Check out Forrest. Uh, he's on Instagram. Give him a, a follow. Tell him, tell him that you liked him on Feel Good Friday. Um, seems like a really genuine, appreciative guy. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for today's episode, and I'll be right back at it tomorrow, baby. Going to kill it uh, with Brian Scalaro, one of my favorite comedians ever since I saw his first Comedy Central Presents. Cool. That's that's the end of the, the podcast for today. See you in less than 24 hours because his interview is at noon tomorrow. So uh, fingers crossed Finn will go down for his nap all right. Because if he's awake, that'll definitely complicate things and make, uh, make it a bit chaotic, just like the Super Bowl special. All right, everybody. Stay sexy. Woo! Feel good Friday.